Hello everybody, welcome back to Not Another Isekai. I'm Tyler, and got some anime to watch, <laughs> as always. Um, yeah, this season coming to a grinding halt. Um, what is it, winter, winter 2023? Coming to a grinding halt. Um, we're just cleaning up the dregs today. Not, not in quality, obviously. Uh, some, some great shows that we're wrapping up. Um, but yeah, we're, we're pretty much done with uh, winter, spring has already started. We actually actually have one spring show to talk about today. Uh, might be one of the best. You know, I think it is gearing up to be one of the best. But uh, yeah, not not too long today. We're, we're in that weird transition period where we're, like I said, just kind of cleaning up um, a few of the uh, current shows. And then uh, really none of the new shows have super started yet. Next week, I believe, will be like the big, you know, we're going to get a, a bunch of good ones in there. And then by the following week, everything should have started by then. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. Let's, let's, uh, let's wrap some stuff up. Uh, if I can just hit the right button. All right, so we got Buddy Daddies, episode 12. This is the finale. Um, honestly might be like the like the series finale i don't again I don't, I don't really know the source material for this i know there's i know it's based on a manga um but the way this ends i mean we can just talk about it now and then we'll talk about the rest um but it ends with daughter daddies and them them growing up them 10 years later um you know she's in high school uh they're owning a diner co-owning a little diner there and, uh, you know, not, not hit men anymore. Um, we seem to have maybe come to terms with, you know, because that, that was, you know, one of the big questions that I had that I think a lot of other people did too is that I wonder if they ever told her. I mean, she's in high school at this point. You know, she might not remember many things from when she was five or what, however old she was. Well, I mean, she wasn't in school yet, so... I would say five max. Like five to me is when, like five or six is when you start kindergarten. So she had to be five max, probably four. Honestly, she's probably like four years old. Um. So yeah, she probably doesn't remember a lot of stuff from then. So I imagine she. Because I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm like, <laughs> when did, when did I gain sentience? <laughs> I don't. You know. I mean, I definitely remember like before school but it's like four four is pretty young especially like well i mean she also didn't know anything i mean her life in many ways whether she realized it or not was pretty traumatic um so i mean you know the the mind is you know very good at, at blocking those things out so but i mean she didn't like watch her mom die <laughs> i suppose um I mean, she could just not know, but I mean, I feel like that would eat up Koski and Ray to like never tell her like, hey, your mom died. <laughs> not only did she die, she was murdered um, and kind of because she got caught up and you got caught up with us. I feel like at some point they would have to tell her. But, you know, they, they talked about that in what, episode 10, I think, is when they talked about it. And they were like, no, I don't know. I think it was before that. It might have been episode nine. Um, you know, they, they kind of mentioned it where they were like, what if we told Miri, you know, like, would she still love us basically? And as a kid, I don't, I don't think so. Like her being four, I don't think she would even understand. Um, but as like a high schooler, you know, it's like, at, you know, at what point do you say, okay, they, they deserve to know, you know, they deserve to know what happened. Maybe you don't tell them all the details. Um, but you know, maybe at the very least you say, Hey, your mom's never coming back. You know, like she, she, she died. Right. Um, or do you just kind of bury that deep inside of you and you just say it's, it's better off. She doesn't know, you know, because again, at, at, at this point, I feel like if she was aware of, I mean, again, I'm, you know, I'm even thinking of it like, well, I guess she would have to have a mom. <laughs> you can't not have a mom. Um, I, I feel like by now they would have had to have had some sort of conversation where it's like, okay, biologically, 
you can't be my only parents. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You know, the, the, the science doesn't back this up. So, like, what, what happened to my mom? And I, and I feel like by now, high school probably would have asked that by now. And again, you know, they, you know, they could always lie. Oh, we didn't know. Oh, you were, we picked you up at an orphanage or something. Or you just showed up at my doorstep one day. I don't, I, I have no idea. Um, they could definitely go that route. Probably better, again, probably, you know, probably better. I'm definitely better than the full truth. <laughs> you know, which I'm sure they'll never tell her because that's, that'd be ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it, it just stuff there. But aside from that, very nice, very, very nice at the end. Um, them, you know, her like taking a, a, a picture in front of their diner was, was very nice. Um, <clears throat> Ray still, you know, Ray only knowing how to make one dish, but he makes it really well. Um, yeah, good stuff. So that was, that was the very end, but the, but the actual episode itself was, was really good. You know, I was, I was afraid cause I was like, oh, you know, what are they going to do with one episode left? Um, and are, are they going to leave anything open? But I, I feel like they did a pretty good job. Um, so, um, it's all kind of surrounding, you know, kind of the B plot and all of this is that Miri is singing and the little Christmas holiday, uh, thing, event, um, they have to break it to her that her mom isn't going to be there, which is really sad. Um, but then Ray Pinky promises that, that, you know, they, they will make it and, you know, fast forwarding a little bit to the end. Um, you know, it is nice. It was, well, it started out was very heartbreaking when they weren't there. And Miri was just like, he, she was super sad looking around like, oh, where, you know, where's Koski? Where's Ray? And they weren't there. And he's, ah, oh, that's terrible. And then they showed up and she was like, literally the happiest person in the entire world. Um, you know, so that was that. And again, you know, I just, I just love Miri. You know, she, she's so innocent. She's so pure. And she, you know, she, she very much embodies the whole like childlike perspective on just the world, right? Um, you know, so for her seeing them come in, it's like, yeah, that's, that's how she's supposed to feel. Um, and then the, the A plot is obviously Koski and Ray going through, taking out the organization. Uh, they're able to infiltrate one of the, one of the biggest dubs of the entire episode is them finally killing the whole like last words guy. I still don't know his name. I, they probably said it at one point. I don't remember. Um, but them killing him is like, I hated him. (laughs) so weird too like i record people's last words like all right all right guy um yeah they they did it in a great way again very very indicative of koski and ray's just approach to their whole like hitmen stuff i mean you even saw it a little bit in the previous episode um when when koski was trying to like bounce off of the idea of ray to get the upper hand with this guy And so you kind of see it again here where, you know, he, he, he gets him, they're kind of fighting hand to hand, you know, he's, he's definitely not as good as this guy, you know, you know, Koski is not the hand to hand combat guy. Um, he's, he's definitely more of the like covert, like he does his disguises. He thinks of the plans, all that stuff. Um, and then the whole gun thing doesn't work out. They're able to block it, take it. And then. Ray comes in, saves the day, gets him not super winning in the hand-to-hand either. And then that, that gives Koski the, the opportunity to just stab him in the back, kicks him, falls on his knife, knife goes through his throat. Uh, awful. Almost some like, almost uh, some like John Wick type stuff. It was pretty cool. But but yeah, it was, it was so satisfying to see him finally get it because he's he just, he just annoying and... I mean, I get it, right? He was, he was doing his job with with the boss and all that, but very very happy to see him gone. Um, and then you know, even see him like reaching for his his book, which I don't I don't know if he wanted to like write down his own last words. He doesn't have any, you know. You know, just somewhat like ironic that he were to die in a way where the the killing wound is his throat, so he so he's not actually able to say anything. Um, and then they don't they don't leave anything to chance, and they throw the lighter in the in the room with with, with the, the like gas can the gas tank thing goes up in flames um the whole place is up in flames so i wonder like did the did the, did the dad get out was he able to <laughs> was he able to escape um yeah um 
Well, even before that, um, we have the other big moment, which is him confronting the dad and him shooting himself in the arm, basically trying to, like, physically, but also symbolically cut himself off from the organization and from the boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I've, I'm of no use to you anymore. Like, my, my, my arm is dead. <laughs> my arm's gone. Um, which I don't know how permanent that is, but if he does that, doesn't have an arm anymore, well, I guess that's that. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could have seen it in the daughter-daddy's thing. Was he moving both arms? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, that was that was really big. And then even an, a, a bigger moment there was him turning away and leaving. And if you notice, his dad pulled up the gun with his other hand. You know, the the, the hand that Ray didn't shoot because um, Ray shot his own hand and in the, the dad's hand. <laughs> he bring up the gun. He could have very well shot him, but he didn't. He couldn't. He couldn't bring himself to do it. And I don't really know what that's supposed to mean. Maybe it's like he does love Ray at least a little bit, like he is still his son. Um, or maybe he was just felt like he was outsmarted, you know, like killing Ray. What would what would killing Ray do? You know, like Ray's not joining a competing <laughs> organization or anything like he's just not in it anymore. So shooting him and killing him. What just, you know, just to stroke your own hubris doesn't it wouldn't wouldn't do anything at all um maybe a little bit of both right um but yeah so that's really the big moments um you know and even at the end where ray's like you know did we finally change you know because ray asked that a couple times throughout the show and i feel like i'm to know he didn't really get an answer or the answer was kind of leaning towards no but this time koski he, he didn't say no but he was like we have a long way to go, which is him basically saying, yes, we are starting to change, which I think is what really all what Ray wants. Um, because again, you know, he mentioned it where he was like, I have a family. You know, I've, I've, I've learned things that you could have never taught me. Um, so why, you know, why would I stay here? <laughs> I want to go with Koski and Mary. Um, but yeah, that, I, again, I, I thought the episode was great. Like I said, um, you know, it, it kind of being in those multiple parts with, you know, them, still showing up at the end of the day them still being there for miri uh, you know proving their love there um you know ray cutting himself off from the organization finally and koski i suppose right um and then at the end we have the epilogue which is the daughter daddy stuff uh perfect you know um yeah and then really from here it's like do we get more show you know do we get like an uh, you know i don't know what the manga covers i don't know if the manga also does this little 10 year time jump um or if there is i mean either way i think i could i'd be very happy if there was more show um you know i would be happy if they were to just continue it and i mean just have because <laughs> honestly the, the whole slice of life stuff is really what i enjoyed um you know not that i didn't like the the action scenes or the hitman stuff but just the slice of life like them taking care of her and just them having their own little wacky adventures was cool um, or even if they were to go back and maybe tell some of the middle part, right, of them still raising her and, um, you know, kind of, you know, kind of what that was like, because they've never done that. You know, not only have they never raised a four-year-old or a five-year-old, they never had to go through school or even like teen years or whatever, like, like those early teens. So I don't know, you know, I think there could be some cool, again, like slice of life, you know, comedic uh, plot points there that they could go over. Uh, but either way, even if they were to just end it here, and say no more show it's over we don't you know that was that, that was the show that was that was a very tight 12 episodes um no no real filler i don't think i mean except for like the recap but that was that doesn't count um and uh yeah very very happy definitely one of at the very least one of the more solid shows this season I, you know i don't know if it's like <clears throat> top three top five anything like that but definitely a, a, a solid show worth worth watching all 12 episodes uh yeah and then next we got the one show that is continuing through the winter season we got villain saga season 2 episode 12 um <clears throat> just about halfway through and uh yeah this one was very big on the kettle family and then we have a little bit of a tease i feel for what the second half of this season is going to be Um, 
So yeah, so basically the whole thing happened here, which I th which I thought was very interesting, was um, them setting Omar up. Um, I you know I guess that was kind of the plan, you know, because even even last episode we you know we talked about it, but I was like I still don't understand like what Canute is gonna do, because you know he was like oh well, I'm gonna use Omar. Now we understand that the whole play was to get Omar to kill people like this, and put it all in kettle. Right. And then basically like take his farm. Uh, you know, again, I'm I'm sure, you know, there's some finer details in there, but that's kind of the broad strokes of it. And th th there are a couple of things to note here, and, you know, especially how the whole encounter ends. <laughs> um, so first, very interested in the whole uh, the like coin guy. <clears throat> um, I'm not really sure he was he was like like Canute's right hand man right like he was that was the same dude who came to Canute at the end and was like here's what happened right like that's like that's him that was crazy <laughs> I mean just him like flicking the coin and it killing the butterfly was very sad obviously very very sad but you know butterfly was just living its life uh, but that was like ooh, okay <laughs> and then him to flick it and go in the guy's eye I was like whoa you know how much force <laughs> you would have, like, that's just a flick. You know how much force you would have to have? Like, people can flick stuff very far. Flick quarters, they, you know, flick on bottle caps and stuff. You know, I've seen people do that. You can flick things very far, right? And if you hit someone in the eye with it, I'm sure it'll hurt. I'm sure it'll hurt a whole lot. But for it to embed itself is, like, how strong? <laughs> how strong is this, are, 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 you know, are this man's, like, fingered muscles you know that's that's crazy um also a little bit of a, a literary reference for you um there's a book series called Mistborn, uh written by brandon sanderson favorite favorite series of all time and uh that has a lot to do with coins lots to do with coinage uh, metal you know kind of shooting metal pulling metal so that's kind of what it reminded me of as well um, so yeah, that was, you know, that was, that was, a, I wonder if I'll see that again. I wonder if that'll come back at all with him, like doing like mid range attacks with coins. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, another detail in there. And I suppose this really just has, to, I mean, okay, well, let's move on to Omar himself, right? He's, he's a failure. He sucks. Um, you know, you know, I don't know if he's ever going to live up to anything, him finally killing someone that that destroyed him right um i don't know that that's gonna do what they wanted to do because remember earlier in earlier episodes they were trying to get him to kill thorfinn and anar right trying to trying to make him a man right and like oh your your first kill is always the hardest you know once you get one it'll get a lot easier and then you'll be you'll be able to be a warrior you know you know just like your dad just like your brother all that stuff um Fast forward to now, and we finally get a payoff of that, and I don't think it's going to work like that, though. Like, he doesn't seem like, I got it now, you know? He seems more like, oh no, I just I just killed a man. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't like this. You know, he might be more a little, you know, a little bit more of his dad, because you see his dad, you know, uh, I'm still not sure if the dad's actual story, if all of it is fabricated and it just worked out in his favor, or if he did used to kill people left and right, and now he's grown up, and now he's like... I, I'm like ashamed at what I used to do. I still, I'm still not quite sure on that. Um, but either way, Omar is definitely more like his old man and less like his young man. Um, where it's like, I, I, I can't kill, I can't do this. This, this is, you know, he wanted this, right? He wanted to be a warrior. He wanted to prove himself, all that, all that good stuff. Uh, but now that he's done it, it's like, he's freaking out. And, you know, I don't think that he's, I just don't think that's him. Moving on to his brother, which is very much him. He slaughters everyone, right? We got that sweet villain saga, Mappa, uh, like a uh, fight animation stuff where they just slice through bodies, right? Like the one that I really liked was he like sliced them and then he, then, and then that, that so much, his sword had so much force that, that the man actually lifted in the air a little bit and then he sliced them again and he like cut the man in half. I was like, I don't know if you can really do that in real life, but it looked good. Um, yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, it looked great. Like his, his fight scene was crazy. Um, him just chopping through everyone and then reinforcements came and like they were more like the police and they were like, get on the ground. <laughs> you're all you're all under arrest. And Thorgal was like, unless, <laughs> unless I'm not. He killed them as well. And he's basically, he, you know, him and Kettle have two very different approaches to what's happening. Thorgal is like, I want them to come at me. <laughs> And Kettle is like, you are going to get us killed. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I, you know, we did see Canute there and he's like, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter that it didn't go the way we wanted it to. There's still, you know, it, it's still an outcome that works in our favor that, that we can still go and be like, I mean, honestly, even better. <laughs> your, your boy here killed a dozen of our men. You can't just do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, uh, let's see. So, so, so I suppose that, you know, the very ending here, um, well, well, first off, just a little thing to note, uh, we do see that, that Kettle's family is being smuggled out by Leaf. Um, you know, the guy's going to get Thorfinn, so that's going to be somewhat of a connecting tissue. Um, cause obviously, you know, getting them back to the farm, I mean, they're obviously going back to the farm, where else would they go? And then Leaf being there is like, oh yeah, we we got Thorfinn. We can we can do it. Here we go. You know, so, you know, that's gonna be interesting. Again, I don't really know if we've seen Leaf before. You know, it's kind of what I was I was trying to think of earlier. But yeah, um, you know, we'll we'll see what that actually comes out to be. Um, and then the very end, I really like the very very end when we see Thorfinn, because he just kind of looks out on the horizon. And Einar's like, hey, what's 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 going on? Everything okay? And and you can just see Ain like uh, Thorfinn, and I read that as like he knows, like he knows something. Again, you know, I don't know if he's into like the whole like, you know, oh, I can feel the energy of the universe, but like he knows something is happening. He knows that <laughs> a battle is coming, and this is kind of his chance, right? Because. It's funny because, okay, that's clearly what they're building to, right? They're going to take over the farm. Again, I don't see any possibility where Kettle and, and, and his crew, his farm, is able to oppose Canute. <laughs> like, they're bringing over 100 men plus um, Floki. You know, you, you know, Floki's a monster on the battlefield, right? So it's like... If you were, like, you're going to die, <laughs> you know? And we, honestly, we don't really care. We, we just want the farm. I mean, well I, well, I suppose they do care because they need someone to run the farm. But still, it's like, what are they going to do? I mean, Thorfinn is there. You know, if, if if Thorfinn were to sink back into the whole warrior mindset, he could do a lot of damage. But I, I'm not sure that he can go after a hundred men plus Floki. Like, I just I just don't see that. Um, and on top of that, we saw Thorfinn not wanting to hurt anyone anymore. So it's like, I don't really think he's going to turn into warrior Thorfinn. So we'll see. Again, I would love to see it just, just, just for the fact of, you know, we, we know what Thorfinn can do, <laughs> but from like a character growth perspective, I don't want to see it because that's clearly ruined him. That's like traumatized him. Right. And so I'm trying to move past it is, is what he needs. So we'll see. I'm, I'm very excited for the second half of the season, though. Next, finishing up Inspector Season 2, we got Episode 12. Um, this one was interesting. It was, a, it was a very interesting way to end the season. Um, the way Inspector is paced... It's so different than any other show I've watched where it's like, they just don't care. <laughs> like there, there, there's no real like formula to it. It's just like, Hey, we're, we're, we're telling this little mini story and this little mini story. And we have one episode left and we're, and, and we're just going to like, like, uh, uh, what's, what's the word <laughs> sprint. I was, I was, I was thinking swift. <laughs> I was like, okay, Swift is an adjective, also a Pokemon move, but not the word I'm looking for. We're just going to sprint through this whole story to, you know, to the point where, you know, you know, I feel like it's kind of neat in, you know, in the way of showing how 
cases and information can come to Kodoko, where like obviously in every other one this season, I mean, yeah, she obviously talks to the spirits and and the and yokai and all that stuff, but in in this one, again, it was just kind of rapid fire. It was like, yeah, everything just kind of happened, just kind of worked out, and I'm just gonna come to you and I'm gonna be ruthless, as you know, as Kuro put it, and I'm gonna tell you like it is, and then I'm gonna walk away. It's kind of showing more of her her style with this thing, and we've seen it for two seasons, but um, it is it is super different, <laughs> you know, than I feel like other um, you know anime protagonists would approach these types of situations. Um, <clears throat> so again, not not really too much to tell though. You know, the whole case was was cool, right? It was it was um you know honestly kind of similar to the last case, except. Um, it was more real and it was more, uh, you know, be like admitted to it, basically. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like this weird conspiracy um, where like his wife died and it turns out that uh, he killed her, right? He killed her because he was super obsessive and possessive and all all, all those adjectives. And um, he was he knew that she was uh, going to divorce him. And so he was like, all right, well, if I can't have her, no one can, literally. So he killed her. And... Um, you know, you know, really the most interesting part of this episode, I feel, was how his friend just nailed it. <laughs> his friend just absolutely nailed it. And, like, really, really weird, like, I don't know, it's very strange for, <laughs> like, your best friend to suspect you of murder <laughs> and just not say anything. And then out of nowhere, not really out of nowhere, but just, like, at, like, a dinner be like, you killed her. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know kind of struck me as odd <clears throat> never killed anyone though so never been put in that position um but yeah yeah i think that was cool again like the pacing of that whole like lunch scene was so odd because they kept coming back to kodoko and they kept being like oh isn't it isn't it strange that like a middle school girl is is eating at this fine establishment and it's like why do you keep focusing on this <laughs> why does this matter you know, and then just, you know, the weird, like, unease that that aspect of the story put on this whole scene was, like, obviously purposeful, but, like, it was so weird, and it was, you know, you know, because you were just kind of, I feel like I was on the edge of my seat, like, waiting for Kotoko to be like, yes, I am here for a reason, but no, she never does. She just sits there, eats quietly, and leaves. <laughs> You know, again, we turn out, we, we, we find out at the end that it was a very big coincidence. Um, obviously, she, you know, she was after him um, to kind of tell him everything. But it was, it was just funny to, like, keep coming back to Kotoko and how, like, she is the main character of the show. But for, like, 80% of this entire episode, she's, like, she's not the focus. Like, she is, weirdly enough, but she's not, like, she doesn't say a single word the whole time. Well, I mean, except for she says, uh... She says, thank you for the food at the very beginning, um, I think, right? Um, but yeah, and this, this whole thing, I had this conversation, and then she keeps cutting back to her. I just, you know, I just thought that was cool. Um, turns out that he was going to turn himself in the whole time. Um, he kind of tried to atone for his sins. He's, uh, you know, lift, lifting the guilt off his shoulders. And, uh, you know, then Kotoko finds him and kind of spills everything. And... Uh, very heartbreaking, you know, because this is, again, this is also very different than any of the other cases because she doesn't do anything about it, right? It, it, it was funny where he wanted, he wanted to pay her to, to, to exercise his, his wife's ghost. And she was just like, uh, no, uh, for two reasons. One, I don't, I don't owe anything to humans. I am the goddess of wisdom for the, you know, what you say, like, Baki, Bakamano or something like that. Um, and then two, She's not breaking the law. She's not breaking the like rules of the universe or something. Um, you know, I mean, everything she's doing is perfectly justified. You murdered her <laughs> for 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 something that was caused by you. you, your own actions, your own attitude, your own like toxicity of your relationship with her caused her to want to leave you. You knew that she was gonna do that, so you killed her. Like she completely innocent in this situation. You know, so you just, you know, I love the, the like hopelessness and, and, and the dread that that puts back on him because she's just like, yeah, I mean, at some point she'll probably get bored of, of haunting you and you just have to live until then. And, you know, also just to flip his world upside down because, you know, he, you know, he thought that him finally accepting it and turning himself in, like, 
you know, made himself about 10 pounds lighter, right? And then for her to be like, no, you're just, you're just imagining that. She's still with you. She, she is still very much here. And you still have to live with this. Um, and then even for a, for a hot second there, he was like, she's just a little girl. I could, I could kill her right now. <laughs> and it's just like, I was just hearing, you know, just hearing his thoughts. And you, you just, you just sit and you're thinking to yourself, like, what would that do? <laughs> you're, you're going to kill Kotoko for what? <laughs> like, she's like, she, she's just telling you the truth. She's telling you what it is. And so you're going to like, you're going to lash out at her. Come on, come on. That's not going to do anything. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then she acts very Kotoko like esque at the end where she's just like, yeah, it was a coincidence. You know, I heard that those eels, um, do something for love or whatever and i'm seeing my boyfriend tonight so you know gotta gotta eat that food <laughs> it was like unagi or something right onagi um yeah so and then at the very end we have a little like epilogue-ish ending where you know she's talking to kuro and she's like oh you know i you know she doesn't like that he's working all the time and then ooh, i i ate the food last night so you you don't gotta hold back and i'm like all right <laughs> Why, why why does it always lead back to back back to that um but yeah again it was a very weird episode it was it was paced very oddly and it was just kind of like let's just sprint through this thing you know but it was almost like re reflective of the last case and then also you know like i said you know i love how there's so many coincidences in kodoko's life and then for her to just be like yeah this is what it is bye <laughs> i love that um so yeah good season solid um Again, you know, I don't know how much, at the end of the day, I don't know how much I, you know, how much I really love Inspector. Um, and I did think I liked the first season more. Um, you know, this whole kind of like, every two or three episodes, we just get another mystery is kind of wearing on me. You know, if they do a third season, I don't know that I'm going to jump on it. Um, you know, I might, I might let it brew for a little bit until, or unless people are like, nah, Inspector best best show of the season so far then i might hop on it but you know again i'm not i'm you know i'm not saying that i'm never if they do make it thursday i'm never gonna watch it. i'm just saying that like you know i don't you know you know i don't know that i'm gonna need to watch it week to week um you know kind of kind of is wearing on me a little bit you know you know i feel like they, they have to like f switch up the formula a little bit you know give it more stakes you know i i feel like they were kind of hinting at that a little bit with rika um, I totally thought, you know, I, I think last episode I might have said this where I totally thought that they were going to focus on Rika this episode and like tracking her down or something. Um, you know, I just I just feel like the whole like Scooby Doo-ness of it is kind of getting a little old for me. You know, I would like a more like overarching plot to follow that like spans the whole season, maybe, you know, you know, not just like, you know, a bunch of little side stories. So that's just me, though. Uh, next, and our final winter show uh, today, is Tokyo Avengers Season 2, Episode 12. Um, yeah, this one was great. This one was very heavy, and um, yeah, a, lo a lot of stuff happened, and it ends in a way where you're like, this is how, this is how the, the, the story still, per still happens. This, this is how we're going to get a Season 3, because there's no way... <laughs> and he's gonna do what he has to do in one episode it's it's not gonna be that easy so um basically this whole episode right was um him coming back and um him seeing that people are dead him seeing that Hinata even died which is hilarious it's not funny it's not like you know it's not funny in like a good way it's funny in more of like a cruel <laughs> way or it's like she still died. <laughs> he just he just can't change the past in a way to make it so she survives in in, in the present slash future. He just can't do it. Like that is his one goal. <laughs> now I feel like it's become more than that because he's grown so close with the other uh, Toman members, where he also doesn't want them to die. Where you know the show started out with him just trying to save Hinata. Um, but yeah, it's just I just like laughed. <laughs> audibly when that happened because like i feel so bad for him because he's doing everything he can he sees that you know uh what's it what's it uh mitsuya was was dead right that was that was mitsuya's funeral i believe 
And then him like going online and being like, he not to also dead in a, in a vehicular accident. It's just like, ah, <laughs> when it rains, it pours. Right. Um, and then, and then Nato comes in, says, this is the worst timeline. Literally everyone in the Tokyo Manji gang is dead. Um, except for you. And he asks, well, what about Mikey? And he says, funny you say that Mikey prime suspect. We believe he killed everyone. It just kind of flips the world on, uh, you know, upside down where you're like, why would Mikey do it? Right. And you, you kind of think about it and you're like, okay, well we have seen previously where Mikey was going kind of crazy, right? Even in the, uh, last, uh, timeline, Mikey kind of lost himself, right? He didn't like murder everyone, <laughs> but he was murdering people though, wasn't he? You know, you know, wasn't that the thing where he was kind of going after some people? And so now with this one, he's already done it. He's killed everyone. He, he lost himself, right? Um, and so uh, they, they meet, they meet in the Philippines. Um, and, and we just have a lot of flashbacks to other Tomon members, you know, and, and, and it all does kind of build to the, the climax of this episode. But, you know, I do like how every single Tomon member that Mikey killed, there's a flashback to them mentioning Takamichi in one way or another. You know, so like Draken and Mitsuya, um, when they were leaving or when, uh, you know, when apparently Takamichi was, you know, was leaving Toman, they both were ride or die with Mikey, but, but they said, leave Takamichi out of it. You know, he's not built for this. You know, this, this gang is getting more and more violent. It's kind of taking that path, that kind of angle on how to be successful. And Takamichi is not, is not part of it. You know, he's, he's not built for it, you know, so even them, they are with Mikey, you know, but they still have Takamichi's name in their mouths, you know, and then uh, Chifuyu, even, uh, you know, when when Mikey was about to kill him, had the, had the gun to his head, he even talked about how he, he you know, he mentioned Takamichi and how, uh, how you just have to look into his eyes, you know, but, you know, his, you know, he, he is pure. He, you know, his, his, his eyes never lie, you know, you know, listen to him. He even mentioned like some weird time travel-y stuff, which I'm sure Mikey didn't like, he definitely didn't understand why, why would anyone understand without some solid proof, right? Um, but even that, you know, even uh, Hakai, you know, when, 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 when Mikey was like burning him alive, you know, you know, Hakai mentioned Takamichi and how, you know, he just wanted all of Toman, including Takamichi, to have dinner one last time or something, right? And so every single Toman member had something positive and reminiscent to say about Takamichi. And that just goes to show Takamichi's reach and his, his, his impact on everybody, where it's like, again, like, we, we've talked about this for, you know, uh, almost two seasons now at this point, where it's like, and, and everyone knows it, where Takamichi not the best fighter doesn't really have a lot of fighting skills, right? He cries all the time. Um, but, and again, a few episodes ago, I think, um, I loved and pointed out a line that that, that uh, Draken said, where he was like, you know, he kind of said all what I just said there. And then he said, but when the chips are down, Takemichi is dependable. He will be there for you, no doubt. And, it, you know, I think that just goes to show who Takemichi is and why everyone loves him so much and why everyone has this connection with him even Mikey you know Mikey loves this man right he was trying to make <laughs> he was trying to make Takemichi his like his like surrogate brother you know um and so that all happening and you know Mikey kind of revealing all of this to him you know bit by bit um for it to all come to a head and, and Mikey admit obviously to killing all the Toman members that he lost himself he you know you left I couldn't do it and then for him to be like here's a gun kill me please please end this you know it's just like it, it was so sad because we love Mikey right you know uh, I mean all the Toman members for the most part right Draken, Chifu, Mitsuya, um, Hakai, you know, like, we, we love all these guys, but, you know, you know, Mikey's always been special, you know, he was the leader, he was the one that brought him on, he was the one that slowly, but surely, um, turned out to be, like, a real good friend to Takemichi, and, like, and, like, actually liked him for him, right, and so, for it to get to this point, for him to want 
to die by the hand of Takemichi and just be like, it's it's over. Like I can't I can't do this anymore. Um, it's just so sad, you know. And then uh, it's so good. Like it's it's just so good for for him to for for Takemichi to refuse, right? And be like, you 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 haven't changed. You're the same. You're the same Mikey that that you know I I I met all those years ago. And then for Mikey to get mad and pull the gun on him gonna kill him start crying get get mad at him get frustrated with him because you know because takamichi is saying these things that are true but you know but you know know, mikey doesn't want to hear it right he wants to atone he wants to pay for everything he did you know like his you know he says it later where his his whole life was suffering right and then naoto shoots him in the head kills him not 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 immediately which is weird because he shot him in the head (laughs) but you know it's it's anime whatever um and then him to realize like another great detail naoto to see the gun that mikey was using and to see that the safety was on to see that he wasn't actually ever going to shoot and kill takamichi he he wasn't going to do that you know, it, it just, it's just more and more evidence that people love Takamichi, right? And, and Mikey especially loved this man with all of his heart. He, he was never going to kill him. He just wanted to provoke him so that, you know, so that Takamichi, at the very least, out of maybe self-defense, would shoot and kill him. You know, and then for him to be like, him, him to thank Naoto, you know, Takamichi would have never done it. I'm so glad you did it. Again, my, my whole life was suffering. Now, now it ends. Um... And then for for Takamichi to to be super torn up about it as he should, um, and just be like, I'm gonna go back in time. And and, and Mikey kind of laughed that off, and be like, Ah, thanks, you know, thanks for trying to make me feel better. But we know that Takamichi is dead serious. Like right after this, he's gonna he's he's gonna shake hands with Naoto and go back. Um, and just again that that whole the whole sequence, just so heavy, and like so many truths were spilled. Um, you know, the, the love that these two characters have for each other is very evident and for, for, for it to end this way, right? I mean, it's not the end. We know he's going to go back. We know he's going to do some, you know, some more hijinks to try to get everyone alive. Um, I mean, either way, even without this Mikey stuff, like he not as dead, like he was going to go back. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's, it was definitely the worst timeline the worst timeline by far so like i said there's definitely more i mean there's there's more manga we already know that but um you know i i, I imagine very easily we're gonna get a season three out of this and you know because what are they was he need to wrap everything up next episode no way no way impossible he doesn't even know what what, what caused everything <laughs> you know next episode honestly is probably gonna be a lot of him and nato talking um you know, trying to go over everything and be like okay what what was the the trigger why you know why did this happen why did you know because everything i did was supposed to be perfect right like everyone lived you know you you know how to deal with any deaths uh we took out black dragon kiski was kicked out like it's golden why 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 (laughs) you know so uh very excited for next episode and then lastly we have the one new show that did air in time for me to check it out um hell's paradise episode one um this is this is something this is definitely one i mentioned earlier that i feel like could be in the running for best show of the season you know obviously sequels always kind of muddy the waters you know you know when it comes to what everyone's favorite show of the season is because how are you going to compete with something like demon slayer or you know even something like konosuba people been waiting for more konosuba me included for a while right um but hell's paradise man is hell's paradise mappa (laughs) i think it is um it's something It's, it's, it's a very cool setup so um we have a main character gamamaru um he's like a shinobi he can use ninjutsu which is pretty cool we got we got some naruto action um 
and he just can't die, right? He's uh, so the the kind of interesting little backstory to him is that he he loves his wife more than anything, which is great. Um, I I I love the wife. The wife loves him back, right? And it's it's great because it's kind of because you know um, throughout the episode we. We don't see her face when we finally do see her face. We see that she has a huge burn mark. Apparently her dad burned her to, you know, because like, oh, if, if you're a burned face, then men won't want you. And now you're not a real woman or something. I'm just like, whoa, that's, <laughs> that, is, that is awful. That's an awful thing to do to your child. Um, you know, you, you know, but it's, it's just funny because in his mind, he's like, I don't deserve her. Like... <laughs> I'm I'm all beat up. Like I have scars everywhere. Like I I have a terrible occupation. I I kill people, right? Um, but then on her on 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 her end, she's like, "You're the only guy that loves me for me and doesn't like get get like repulsed by the scar on my face. Like you 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 love me, right? Like why like why wouldn't like I'm I'm the lucky one, right? It's just, oh, it's just it's just so good. Um. But then it turns out that, you know, uh, we, we see a little bit of, you know, maybe, you know, maybe his wife doesn't super love all the shinobi stuff. You know, she, she puts on a brave face, but, you know, you can, you know, you can tell that she's, she would very much rather her husband not be doing this sort of stuff and maybe, you know, try to have a different job, a little more, a little safer, a little calmer, a little, you know, more, more, more secure, that, that, that sort of thing. Um, you know, so he, you know, he tries to uh, quit and the people are like, you're not quitting, you're not doing that, you're, you're a traitor, and so then he goes all out, because he's nice, and he kills, like, 20 people, and, you know, that's why he was, you know, why he was captured, right, why he's in jail, why he's condemned to death, right, so, pretty interesting backstory, right, doing it all for love, um, it was for a very noble reason, a very, uh, you know, very pure of heart type reason, um, so that's, that's cool, right, so we set that aside, and we see the, the present day where he can't be killed, right, um, you know, I love the progression here where he, he just can't be killed, right? He can't get, can't get sliced on the neck, burned into death doesn't do anything. We got the oil, can't, that doesn't do anything. Uh, you know, the, the, the bulls can't pull him apart. Crazy. Um, and we see, uh, what's her name? I wrote it down. S uh, Sagari. Sagari. Sagiri. Um, she she kind of wears it out of him where, you know, you know, cause he keeps saying, Oh, I just, I just can't die. You know, I, I would love to die. I would, I would love to just end it. Um, you know, cause I, I believe at this point he believes his wife is dead. Right. Or maybe he just believes that he's never going to see her again. So he's like, Oh, well, I can't see her again. There's no reason for me to live. Um, she, she, she is everything to me. Um, but then, you kind of you kind of start getting a little you know a little closer peaks at, at what he's doing and even even Sagiri kind of points it out and she's like you're resisting you don't want to die and then let me kind of cut to like you know like you know uh, you know some of his previous uh, murder attempts on on his life and we do see that he was like bracing himself like he he doesn't want to die there is still something to him and it's his wife you know it's it's the idea of him being able to see her again and love her again and, and all that stuff um which is which is awesome right um and let's see let's see let's see um yeah yeah so then that you know so that kind of all, all comes to a head at the end where sagiri turns out to be like one of the legendary swordswoman or something <laughs> you know you know part of that clan and she is ordered to kill him they have a pretty pretty cool fight scene here with, with with all the sword stuff and he's holding his own and all that and then uh you know this, this kind of had the conversation about the whole like you know you still have an attachment to this world to your wife all that stuff your wife is alive all that all that good stuff and uh she, she eventually stops him and she says i will pardon you but you have to go to the underworld otherwise known as paradise otherwise known as heaven has, has many different names, and this is kind of where the, the, the show's going, right, um, you know, House Paradise, right, um, where there's this place, this, like, mystical, fantastical place, um, that apparently has the elixir of life, you imagine that's, like, the fountain of youth, maybe, kind of, kind of, kind of that idea, and every, you know, everyone that they've sent there before 
they they their bodies have been sent back and their bodies turned to flowers <laughs> which is which is pretty sick um so they're kind of tasked uh with sending just anyone out there so their idea is to be like okay well you know we're just going to send people out that are on death row like they're they're going to die anyway let's send them out there again i think on my i did a spring 2023 preview episode um that that, that came out a few days before this episode uh dropped and i you know to kind of mention that that this is gonna be real like suicide squad type vibes where it's like well you're you know you're all criminals and you're in jail forever but if you do this stuff you can have your sentence reduced and so you know that's that's kind of what's happening here is like hey you're you're condemned to death but if you do this stuff we'll give you a full pardon you go back to your wife Obviously, with the full anticipation that you could very much well die, because everyone else has as well. Um, but he, you know, he takes it, he loves it, all all that stuff, right? He's he's, he's gonna do it. Um, so yeah, that is kind of the setup for the show. Um, very very cool. Again, uh, Gabimaru, love to love to hear more about him. I like his backstory, how it's all with, how it's all based in love for his for his wife, um, and the, the 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 fight scene so far really cool. The idea is really cool where it's like okay we're going to this place it's kind of like unlimited potential because it could just be magic and there could be anything here um and then also what we do know um is that there are gonna be more people there right you know not not only from the like uh you know trailers for the anime but also just for you know what they talked about where it's like they're not gonna only send gabimaru like they're gonna send other people as well so it'd be cool to kind of see their characters maybe learn a little bit more about their backstories um and maybe see them develop relationships, like, you know, be, give, you know, be, become friends with each other and actually, and, and then <laughs> just the show's goal itself, which is finding the elixir of life. Like, what does that even look like? What, what are their obstacles? Right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really cool setup. I'm very, very intrigued by, by this show. Um, yeah. So good stuff. And that is it. Not another isekai uh, for this week. Um, yeah, not, not too many shows. Like I said, we're in that super, super, super middle area where it's like most of the shows that we're watching have already finished. As you can see, you know, I've only, I only covered four winter shows and, and one of them, you know, only one of them is a two core. So, um, and then not, not really anything has really started yet. Um, so yeah, still good stuff. Um, excited to wrap up uh let's see villain saga we're, we're continuing through but toko revengers is the only show left that we're gonna wrap up next week um obviously gonna watch more house paradise and by next week we will have at least another few shows uh that have aired by then that we can talk about um if you're not sure which shows are gonna be go back one episode and watch uh watch the uh preview for spring 2023 i talked about all the shows i think I covered 15 shows in total that I'm planning on checking out. Um, so yeah, go check that out. And that is it. Until next time, watch more anime.